You are listening to the Phoenix Podcast with UK life and wellbeing coach Zoe Thompson. Meaningful and light-hearted conversations packed with hints, tips and advice to help you live the life that you want with confidence. Like, subscribe, share and make sure you stay tuned to create the tomorrow you want while learning to love your today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Five Five at Phoenix. So we are recording this live. I am joined today by Polly and today we're going to be talking about goals. So this is being recorded in January 2021. We're in the UK, which means that we are now in lockdown 3.0, as it is being called. Um, And we're recording this live. The format of this is that Polly, my guest today, has brought with her five questions on the topic of goals, um, which she will be asking me in a short while. But I've not seen these questions. So that's what makes the difference with um, the Fire Five at Phoenix is I haven't seen the questions. So the answers that you hear and the conversation that follows are all unplanned. And we will see where that conversation goes. Um, So Polly, before we get started on the questions, do you want to tell us a little bit about you, who you are, what you do? Sure, thank you. Thanks, Zoe. Um, Yes, I'm Polly. I'm from um, Rathbone HR Solutions, which is an HR consultancy business based in Bath. And I work with primarily small to medium-sized businesses, helping them with operational and strategic HR and employment advice. So that's that's what I do. So I've done that for three years. The business has been running for three years. And uh, yes, delighted to be um, here with you today. I'm so glad to have you on. And it's, I think, uh, yes, you are the first um, person that's in that sort of HR role. And we were having a conversation just before we went live about the impact, <clears throat> excuse me, the impact on businesses and employees and working parents and everything that's been going on in each of these lockdowns and how the dynamics have been different each time, but also the role of an as you know, for HR um, in giving that advice, being able to help with the solutions, but also being able to help businesses work through those changes, whether it's legislation or whether it's just changes in the dynamics of how the business is working has been so incredibly important. So doing a fantastic, fantastic job. And we will pop the details for Polly and her business into the link. So for those of you who want to find out more, you can go and find the website and find out that information so thank you so much for coming on today so five questions yes on the for me yes exactly I'm very excited about this on the theme of goals and goal setting so um I'll fire away with my first one then so um uh, over the last week or so, I've spoken a little bit to friends about their own goals and uh, whether they have goals or not. And the answers have varied from, no, I don't really have any goals other than what my employer has set for me, to people who are very focused on goals and very determined and have a very clear picture about what they want to achieve. So my first question really, Zoe, is why is it important to set goals do you think in terms of sort of what are the the benefits and why do you think it's important to set goals first question excuse me so I I think the one of the key words that you mentioned there is focus um so so I can't believe my voice has gone already 
Um, so I think that's one of the key keywords that you mentioned in the question is, is that focus. And I think at the moment, especially now, as we were just talking about lockdown and changes with how we are working, how we're living, things that we're being able to do, having that sense of focus and something that you're working towards, I think is really important, especially at the moment. There's this chaos and disruption and we're not sure what's happening we're not sure how long it's happening for so what I'm finding is people who do have something that they're focusing towards just have that have that focus have something that is keeping their attention that's giving them some direction of of what else what they're focused on whilst everything else does feel a little bit more disruptive so I, I think it does does very much depend on who you are and what's important to you. I mean, goals could be could be personal. You know, they could be very much just about actually. My goals is is just to maintain and look after my health and well being through this. You know, that could be a goal in itself. It doesn't. You know, we I don't think we need to necessarily have goals that are really big that take lots of effort and energy because. I think people have a lot of extra effort and energy and motivation to do a lot of extra things at the moment. So just some simple goals that help you to have that focus, have that direction that is included in parts of of your day. But it could really be something as as simple as I'm going to look after my health and, and well-being. So I'm going to go for walks. I'm going to sit and read books. I'm going to make sure that I look after myself. And so I think the goals will be different, but I think having something that gives you that focus, gives you that direction is really important. And it's mental, physical and emotional well-being all show up in that, regardless really of what what the goal is. Hmm. Yeah. So do you think in a way it's sort of an element of having a little bit of control amidst all the chaos? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So in um, the November lockdown, I actually set myself some um, health goals just to walk, um, to get my 10,000 steps (laughs) a day in and actually to drink more water because I was Mm -hmm. finding I was just drinking tea and coffee and um, wasn't really drinking enough water. So just to, you know, increase my amount of, you know, um, hydration and making sure I was getting, I mean, I started off quite small, but by the end of the month, I was getting in, you know, a few more glasses. So I'm not not just talking about wine, (laughs) (laughs) but water. So, um, and that was quite, you know, I kind of articulated that and defined it. So maybe it's that people don't really think about it that much that they just sort of do it anyway or so um yeah do you think that I think it it is that difference isn't it it's the change of how we're working the change of how you know we're living in that we can't can't go out we can't see people that we might want to see so these are all things that have impact on mental physical and emotional health and you know I I'm sitting at the desk most of the day. So for me to get 10,000 steps in on a working day is a real challenge. Um, And so I think, you know, just drinking more water, trying to get steps in, making sure you get your walk in, you know, for me, switching off, walking away from work and making sure that I have that downtime, they're, they're all simple things, but they're all things that will, you know, for me, ensure that at the end of all of this, that I have done everything that I can excuse me to look after my mental and and physical health and so I think that's 
that is really important. And, and you mentioned the control element, and it is, you know, it's this has come up in lots of different talks for different topics, you know, the controlling the controllables. And at the moment, there are so many things that are not within our control. There's a lot of things that aren't even in our inf- under our influence. So being able to control your day and being able to have that focus and goals is a great way to show up for that. You know, it's a good, it's a good way to be able to come. You know, how you can in, in, you know bring it into your day so that it becomes part of your daily routine. But I think the goals makes the difference in having an awareness and having a goal is the difference between, well, I might do this today if I remember to think about it, whereas the goals are much more, okay, this is this is important. I'm going to make sure that I bring this into today. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think also it makes you feel good just knowing that you've accomplished something, no matter how small. I think that can have an impact on how you feel about yourself, your self-esteem, the fact that you've accomplished something that you set your mind to, I think yeah. can effect as well okay great thank you so I'm going to move on to the next question which is um yeah interested when setting goals how much do you reflect back on the past or do you just sort of draw a line and focus on the future I would say that it's a combination of both Actually, I think there there needs to be a line. Otherwise, you can spend an awful lot of time focusing on the past. So mm. I think there does need to be a line. Um, but I think also it is important to focus on what has gone on before. And that's, you know, f- for me to pull out, you know, where where have I been successful? What did I what did I do where I have you know, done something really well, what did I do differently that I can repeat? But also, where have I not done so well? And what did I learn that I can do differently? So I think it's that, you know, if we don't reflect on the past, we don't, we don't spend the time being conscious of what we've learned. And then we don't apply that learning into the future. And we just end up repeating the same thing and hope you know very much hoping for a different outcome but we keep doing doing the same thing so I think it is important to look back because that helps you to shape looking forward and I think we do need to do that however I do think there needs to be a line in how much you spend looking at what's gone well what hasn't gone well so I, I tend to do it in a more sort of semi-structured just so that there is that boundary there um, you know what what worked well that I want to repeat again what didn't work so well that I want to try something different and how can I apply that moving forward now they, they sound quite formal questions but it's more just okay when have I done something like this before and what did what did I learn what do I know I can do well how do I what do I what do I already know I'm going to be able to do quite easily what are the challenges going to be you know where are the risks to me not making this happen and how can I either mitigate it or reduce remove those obstacles that are coming or how do I know where they're coming up so that I can plan ahead of how I'm going to clear those obstacles when they when they do come up so I think there's learning uh, but I think there does need to be a line in how much you look back in I think the focus should mostly be forward yeah is that is that would you do you you apply thing do you you know do you do it in a a similar way um (laughs) 
Yes, I look back to a certain extent. I think, you know, we just had the new year. So, you know, at the end of the year, you sort of reflect back on what you've achieved during that year, what went well, what didn't go quite so well, um, what are you proud of, um, you know, what do you want to take um, forward into the next year? Um, So, yes, I think I I do look back. I probably don't celebrate things as much as perhaps I should. I think, yeah. Sometimes you look back on a year and you think, gosh, I, I did all that. I made all that stuff happen um, or not, as the case may be. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I would apply a similar similar approach. I was just interested in your um, yeah. and what sort of thing you would, you would advise. I think it's it's an interesting one to observe. Like from, from my perspective, you know, when I look at the end of year, and people posting on social media and I think especially for 2020 there were a lot of posts out there that you know how 2020 was an absolute shocker of a year and it was you know in the you know, for most of us we probably won't ever experience another year like it but within that you know there's there were 366 days in 2020 weren't there because it was a leap year so within those 366 days there would have been some really good days some really positive days some days where you have succeeded some days where you have had even just little wins that there have been some good moments in that and I think it's it's very easy to generalize and write off a month or write off a day or write off a year but there's always little wins in there and I think even on our most difficult or even on our most challenging days there are wins and successes to be had now some days they will be big wins and other days they will be okay today I just kept everything together and I got me and others through the day and we've all finished the day in one piece and that's your win for the day you know so I think it it will be different on different days but yeah and, and I totally what you said about not celebrating enough completely resonates with me you know I think I'm very quick to like run through it and then move on and I think we you know I say this to myself as much as anybody else I think there is that you know those moments to stop and really recognize what you've achieved and what you've done and is really important and so I I know that I myself need to be more aware of that of not rushing things forward that there's there's joy to be had in the moment and reflecting on where you are where you are and so yeah some, something I have been trying to work on um I'm getting better at it but it's not something that is a, a natural process for me at the moment I do need to kind of keep that stop yeah. pause and think things through celebrate and then plan and move on yes yeah for me it's a sort of I really enjoy ticking things off the list I love ticking things off the list but once that's done it's like right on to the next thing on to the next yeah. thing and of course you feel like you never get there wherever there is perhaps <laughs> <So I think laughs> yeah well on your definition of success because if your definition of success is you know something really tangible and you're really going for it then that's one thing but if it is just literally to you know do your 10,000 steps or you know get through the day without you know losing your rag with the children or you know whatever it is yeah. <laughs> it's 
been such challenging times they still are um and people are under immense pressure so um you know i think it's um yeah breaking things down as well and making you know small 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 wins that you can celebrate and just sort of you know you've got through the day and yeah and i don't think we i, I don't think we can compare what the successes are at the moment in a lockdown to what the successes would be you know 18 months ago on what was a normal working day it's and I think that's where you know there's there's some reminders there for all of us in that we need to be a little bit kinder to ourselves and to other people in terms of what we expect from ourselves and what we expect from other people because we don't necessarily know what everybody's challenges are we don't necessarily know the conditions that somebody is working in at home or the fact that they're trying to juggle homeschooling running their own business or being in work for an employer we don't know whether they've had family members who have been unwell or or lost you know we don't know any of that we certainly don't know all of it we might we might know some of it but we certainly wouldn't know all of what people are experiencing so I think we need to be kind to ourselves in what we expect from ourselves but we also need to show that kindness to, to other people as well whether it's family and friends or whether it's our colleagues or em- employees I think that that kindness really needs to be ramped up and that's we you know that that should be relatively easy to do right? that shouldn't be a difficult thing to do in just being a little bit more patient, a little bit more kind and a little bit more considerate at the moment. But, you know, it's probably easier said than done sometimes when you under your own pressures as well. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That leads me on actually to the next question. Um, um, Again, sort of I'm a big one, but I love setting goals and making plans at the beginning of the year. I find it really motivating and exciting New Year time. And then, of course, this year, lockdown was announced and I did feel this sort of real weight and despondency fall, mm. um, like the wind was knocked out of my sails. And I'm sure, you know, I won't be the only one. So I was wondering how you would advise kind of dealing with setting goals or even adjusting goals when there are external forces outside of your control that will affect how you go about um, setting or achieving goals. Such a great question. And it's something that has has come up quite a bit, I think, probably over the last 12 months. So I think when we look at it now, the disruption uh, and the uncertainty is almost more known than it has been before. So at the moment, there's almost we know that there's a certainty that there is uncertainty. So we know that there's disruption so we we are more likely to plan and prepare for that whereas I think last year last January um, we had absolutely no idea what was coming whereas I think this year although we weren't necessarily expecting such a strict lockdown we knew that there would be some restrictions and that they probably would be in place for a couple of months so I think there are There are some people who've approached their goals differently this year, taking that in mind. And I think there are lessons that we can take forward permanently in this, in that life is full of uncertainty and we might be able to plan around certain things. But I think a lot of people who who I speak to tend to overcommit or 
don't necessarily manage their expectations of what is achievable. So certainly one of the things that I talked about in a, in a workshop recently was about planning that 75%, planning to 80% of what you, so you have what you think you are capable of, you, you have what you think is your capacity, and then take off a good 20 30% if you've got children, because that's, you know, committing to, if you think you've got two hours an evening, plan to use an hour of that, because the chances are, you're not always going to have two hours, but you might be able to get half of that time in. So I think what we are, <clears throat> excuse me, what we are more aware of is the uncertainty. And I think we can take that into consideration. But I think even after this year, we will know that life will have new uncertainties that will come up for us. And so we can still plan around that. So I think my, my message in that is that we know that there is uncertainty, that is certain. So if you plan for that, even though you don't know what that's going to be, you can plan in and around that. And so just be honest about what you, the the amount of effort and energy that's needed. And then the amount of effort and energy that you will have that you can have and that you will have because that can sometimes be two different things as well so it's you you know how much is needed to make it happen you know how much you have in the pot but then you also know how much you're likely to give from that pot and that also there are other things in life that will want to take from that pot as well so I think that managing the expectations around what is achievable um, certainly some of the conversations that I had with people towards the end of last year were, okay, if, you know, you have this plan, you have the actions that you're planning around, okay, what would that look like in lockdown? What would that, what that, what would that look like with some restrictions? What would that look like without restrictions? And then taking that into consideration, how can you plan for that so that the world can change around you, but most of what you're doing still remains the same or similar so you're not making too many adjustments within that but I think we all have a tendency don't we to over over commit <laughs> and think that you know well we can put the cape on and achieve everything because we're superhuman but then there's also reality of actually there's lots of things in life that demand our attention and our energy and so we need to be realistic about what is left when when all of that's gone out the pot and also how much we want to hold on to of not of, of that time where we're not working on anything because I think that's really important as well and then you enjoy the time where you are working on something but I think allowing time where you're not working on anything is also really important. That's really tough though isn't it because it's so tempting to just keep going and going and the the boundaries get a bit blurred and uh, that you, I guess that you time element is the like the first thing to go and the last thing mm -hmm. to come yeah. so you juggling you know work and family and everything else yeah, yeah. good points there thank you Zoe you're welcome yeah excellent so um <clears throat> I think it was a really good point about um you know, set managing your expectations and not going 100%. So to, to sort of look at what 100% would be and then bringing mm -hmm. it back. I think that's a really interesting point. Yeah. 
when I've looked at my to-do lists in the past, I've planned in, you know, 55 things on my to-do list for one day. <laughs> and it's just far too overwhelming. So what I do now is I actually have a, a monthly plan and then I have a weekly plan and then I have mm-hmm. a daily plan. And what's a, and the weekly plan is absolute stuff that's absolutely going to happen that week, non-negotiable. And then I sort of work out, I block out time for that stuff to happen. And then that goes into my daily plan then. <laughs> That mine is mine is very very similar I have what I need to do for the month break it down to what needs to be done each week and then work out each day where that all fits in and time time block time box it in to make sure make sure it happens but I think the the the, the other thing that I also do is you know, check in in the morning of the three things I want to get done that day. So three three priority things. Now, Mm. sometimes they will be mostly work things, but at the moment, there's a few sort of more personal home things as well to Mm. be able to keep on top of everything. But I have three things, you know, three priorities of, okay, if I get nothing else done today, these are the three things that need to get done because they need to be done today or they're things that I want to be able to get done today to help me stay on track with other things that need to be done after that. Um, and that really helps. It, it's kind of within the sort of eat the frog principle of, okay, if I do nothing else today, these are the three things that I am going to get done. And I'm going to get these three things done before I start picking off the nice things to do, <laughs> you know, and to just make sure that those get done and tucked up out of the way. So, yeah. Yeah, very similar. During the first lockdown, I was finding I was only doing client delivery work um, because they needed stuff. Basically, it was sort of like all hands to the pump. It was quite reactive, obviously, based on the changes to legislation and what was going on at the time and had the children at home as well. So I was finding that for ages, I didn't do anything that was moving the business forward or things I like to do like writing bits and bobs and um you know create the more creative um side of things which isn't directly revenue generating but um I enjoy it so it's um that's a system for me um was born out of sort of making time clearly during the first lockdown it was enough doing client delivery work and family that was just enough but um born out of that really was this this system where I was carving out time because I thought otherwise I'm not going to achieve what I want to and I you know I want to give value in other ways to clients as well and to my you know contact list so I enjoy newsletters and ebooks and whatever and it just wasn't happening so yeah that was great thank you (laughs) yeah it's it's, it's always nice to hear people that kind of have that similar process um, (laughs) and how they they make that work so no it's it's something that I've done for probably since I first started out as as self-employed but you know my my background you know with the police was very has very much helped prepare me for times like this because in that environment you have to have a process that helps you to get what needs to be done each day but you also need to stay on top of things because you never know when something is going to happen that's going to take you out of what you're doing and into something else so I I think I've always you know I learned at, at sort of the beginning of a working life that you plan for uncertainty and you don't know what that uncertainty is going to be 
but you know it's going to happen at some point you know in in the course of your day something is going to happen that's going to divert your attention so I think it's something that I didn't necessarily think through it wasn't like I sat and thought right okay I need to plan for uncertainty it was just something that I learned to do in in the the environment that I was working in so it's it served well in that actually I I do like a bit of excuse me I do like a bit of chaos and disruption and you know I work well in that environment but you know not everybody not everybody is the same and so it's how I can help support other people to find those tools and strategies and ways of working ways of living that can help them with that based you know based some are based on my experience but also making it work for them in what what they need and what they want so it's really interesting it's nice to know that there's somebody else out there that has a similar similar process and that it works for other people just as well as I know that it it works for me so yeah that's great (laughs) but also um I think having structure and routine is Mm -hmm important and I don't know by the end of the Christmas holidays I was getting to that point where I sort of wanted to get back to work and I wanted the kids to get back to school and just to have <laughs> just to have structure so yeah the children are still at home because we're in lockdown three um we have we have quite a rigid structure and I'm making sure of that and I'm very conscious of the children as well because of their you know their physical health and their mental health as well they're missing out on you know socializing and they're missing out on the sort of interactive bits of school in that way they are having online lessons but um i'm making sure that you know we're getting up a certain time each day we're having healthy food i'm getting them to drink a lot as well of water and we're going out for a walk you know i'm a bit um particular about this i just think it's really important that we get out for a lunchtime walk during daylight um you know I just think it's just non it's just super important and I think and having that routine I just think they need some sort of routine because it's all been stripped away from them so um I'm doing what I can to sort of provide that certainty where there is so much uncertainty (laughs) and I think also children need routine and structure we all need routine and structure um because that helps control the controllables but it also helps us to I was going to say that that path of least resistance but that's probably not the right term there but it takes a lot less mental energy to plan a different day every day whereas if you have structure and routine you don't have to give it as much mental energy to get through your day because you know what's coming you don't need to think about it so I think where there is that chaos and disruption and uncertainty having routine and structure in your little world that you can control makes a huge difference and it means for you know for children and for adults you know when you wake up in the morning that you'll be waking up at a certain time you'll be having breakfast you'll be getting up and dressed you'll work for a couple of hours then you'll go for a walk then you'll work for a couple of hours and then you have some time off and you have that recharge time and then you chill out and you go to bed and and that knowing that all of that is in place helps really really helps with that mental energy and that emotional energy of not knowing what's coming so you know the, the world is all is all over the place but we can create that safety and security and certainty within our own little worlds and you know, if you're looking at 
hierarchy of needs, psychological and physical, those are being met through the structure and routine, the certainty and having some variety in that, but the 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 certainty of variety and knowing that there's a structure in place within that is all really really important so that's good really interesting thank you um so the next one is a bit of an open question Zoe so um how do you know if you're focusing on the right things so and I'll give a bit of context to this so I just you know we all have the same number of hours in the day um and um, you know how you use those hours in terms of work um, if you're self-employed this is I suppose it's a bit you don't have so much control over what you're doing if you're employed I guess mm-hmm. um, um, you know I would hate to think that I was spending a lot of time and energy and effort but actually that was just a massive distraction or whatever it was and, that, and it actually isn't leading me to <laughs> to um, to one of my goals but it's yeah. not obvious sometimes and I think when you're self-employed you get all these wonderful opportunities given to you um and it's so nice isn't it and it's so exciting yeah. it's something a bit different and particularly when you work on your own it's really fun to go to events and meet really lovely people and <laughs> uh, all that sort of thing and speak at you know events and it's all yeah. really flattering and it's really really nice and I've done it in the past on the guys that you know it's good for my profile and these sorts of things will only shape me as an expert in my field so I you know I can't really go too far wrong but is it just sort of shiny object syndrome and am I focusing on the things so how do you how do you know if you're focusing on the right things I'm sorry it's a bit of an open question no, that's, but it's such a great question and I, so I think there, there were two things that popped into my mind when when you were when you were talking that through so I think the first thing is if you have set your goals and you have worked that back so say for example you want to achieve certain things in 12 months and then you break it down into what you would need to do each month to achieve that that would then break down into the weeks and into the day so you know that you have timelined in that sort of project management way of okay if I want to have achieved xyz in 12 months time this is what I need to do each month and then each week and each day to be able to achieve that so I think that gives you some sort of the priority tasks to know that you're on track I think the interesting thing is you know where you said you know the opportunities that pop up and knowing do they take you closer to where you want to be or are they diverting you and if it is diverting you, is it? Uh, will it bring you back into it with something additional that will help and contribute? Or is it diverting you off down a path never to be seen again and that you go completely off track? So I think that's, there's a great question, isn't there? Is, is, is this going to take me closer to my goals is always a good question. Um, but as somebody, um, now, I can't, give credit to where this came from because unfortunately I can't remember but written on my wall in the corner are the three are three things for me to ask and check in when these things come up and so the first one is purpose um does this course of action is this course of action in line with my purpose passion do I feel passionate about this course of action and then the last one promotion so particularly from a business perspective how well will this course of action promote me or my business? So purpose, passion and promotion. 
So that's, I can't remember who talked that through, um, but it's something that I've written down. So when these opportunities do arise, I think, right, okay, you know, do, is this in line with where I'm trying to get to? Does it add value? Um, does it add, um, for me, does it add, add value in terms of my business growth or my personal growth? But yeah, it's so, it's so easy to get distracted by shiny things that present as opportunities but they're not always an opportunity sometimes it's a distraction and sometimes it's avoidance isn't it and certainly on a day-to-day basis I will look at something and I think oh have I done that because I'm avoiding doing something else so I think that's where the priority tasks for me come in really help in come in really handy because if I can get my priority tasks done I'm, I'm I'm less likely to do tasks that are avoiding getting something else done so um, so you're you seem to be busy but actually you're just procrastinating on something else yes yeah um, there's a lot there's there's um it's that that doing lots of things that actually have no purpose they don't add any value but you're doing them because they are easier to do than the thing that you should be doing mm. so I've heard different businesses you know business people entrepreneurs talking about it in different ways you know I've heard some people say that you work on your um, income generation tasks first and then your lead generation tasks after I've heard other people sort of code it red amber green and that you work on tasks in that order I think there's lots of different ways out there aren't there it's finding a way that works for you as an individual in your style of working but also what works for you and your type of business um but yeah for me I think it's is it is it going to take me closer um actually I had this conversation with a client recently of you know is this going to help you get to where you're trying to get to faster so does it help with the um speed in which you're trying to get there or does it help with that that direction so I think it's does it help you get to where you're going and add value or even if it is a detour will it bring you back in a bit further down the path with some extra skills or tools or resources that are going to help add that value for where you're for where you're getting to rather than something that distracts or deducts from your time deducts from your energy pot and doesn't actually move you any further forward but that's quite hard that's quite hard to measure is it going to bring it bring you back somewhere closer to like sometimes that could be a bit hard to measure yeah especially when it's like those less tangible goals as well I think sometimes it's really hard to quite that answer that question of this is is this a distraction or an opportunity and I think sometimes you just have to sometimes it's not a right or wrong answer sometimes it's a this is the best decision based on what I know right now and it Mm -hmm. might be that in a couple of weeks time you get more information and that you reassess that decision but I think that's quite often the key point isn't it is that you know, we we stick to what we're doing because that's that was the best decision. It's like, okay, but is it the best decision for you now, or do you need to make a different decision because you've got more information available to you and you're now looking at things from a different perspective, or with you know you have more information to be able to make that decision, and now it would suggest that you need to make a different decision rather than just keep on going, keep on keeping on because that's what you decided. 
Yeah, that's difficult though, isn't it? To um, change your yeah. time once you're already halfway towards making that decision. <laughs> yeah. And especially for, I'm, I'm, I'm as stubborn as they come. So, you know, that's that's for me is where my drive and determination become more of a negative influencer because that's it's that stubbornness of it is drive and determination, but it's now more stubborn because it's having a negative impact in being so determined to get things done because I said I was going to do it. Whereas actually the honest conversation with myself is like, you this is not the right decision now for you or this is not the best decision for you now and you need to step away and not continue and I find that really really hard so yeah. yeah I think I I can completely understand people who would struggle with that because it's something that I find really challenging is that giving up feeling like I've given up on something yeah and you never know you know where that opportunity may lead to as well and again that's not measurable you can't you know you just don't know and you know, if you're if you've got your own business or an entrepreneur you uh, you're in it for the long game aren't you and um, yeah. you could be sowing those seeds all the way along actually and it could eventually lead to something um or not so it's, yeah. it's really hard it's something I've struggled with a little bit yeah. It's, it's too it's that twofold isn't it as you know I'm, I don't know how close I, I am am I giving up no, not knowing that actually that success might be just around the corner mm-hmm. or am I you know that flogging a dead horse and really just need to step away from this and I think that's really hard to to so I think especially making it on your own I think sometimes that's where the value of people that you work with or you know a coach or mentor or having somebody else who you can talk it through with to help you to bounce it around before you make that decision I think sometimes there are some conversations that are very hard to have on your own aren't they and I think that's probably one of them where you might need somebody else to talk around it yeah and help them get to have somebody help you get different perspectives and walk around it and look at it from different angles before making the decision maybe and be a bit more objective because it's really hard yes. to do that. Uh, yeah and help you to remove maybe some of the emotion that's attached mm-hmm. to it too yeah indeed thank you that's great that's a great question so I think this is my last one um so um just really a bit more general so when you're having one of those days where you just can't motivate yourself or you you're just not feeling it how do you sort of advise people to move out of that feeling do you have any tips Mm. the I think the conversation around motivation and discipline comes up in this again of there will be some days where you're not motivated but you need to be disciplined to keep moving forward I also think there's there's some space there to sit and reflect on why you feel the way you feel now is it that the work that you're doing is out of your comfort zone so you're just procrastinating is it that there's an overwhelm is it that it's not in alignment with your values or your purpose is it because it feels like it's a distraction and it's taking you off route so I think there is value in taking some time out you know maybe that's where you go for a walk and go okay why do I not want to do this why why am I trying to avoid this 
And it might just be that actually the energy pot is empty and that you, you just don't have the energy that is needed to get it done. Or it might be that you're not emotionally invested in getting it done. If it doesn't feel like it's in alignment or if it doesn't feel like it's taking you closer to your goals or it doesn't feel like it's getting you the results that you wanted. So I think there's value in time in having that time out to really think it through. And I think, you know, like we were saying earlier, we don't always give ourselves the time and space to do that. So I think that is really important. Um, but sometimes it will just be, okay, I don't feel motivated today, but I do need to be disciplined and I do need to get at least these tasks done and then I will go. You know, And so I think there's that reward then, isn't there, of, okay, I woke up this morning, I really, my heart wasn't in it, but I've got what needed to be done, done. And so now I'm going to go and do something that does re-energize me, that does help me feel, you know, that spending time with family or your children or going for a walk or going and doing some exercise, sitting and reading a book or watching a film and, you know, just giving that self-care. You know, you do, especially when you're running a business, you do need to be disciplined in getting certain things done. But ultimately, like you said, you plan your tasks out over the week. So if you're not feeling it today and you can at least get a couple of things done, go and take some time out, go and do something that helps you to refill that, you know, the mental, emotional, physical health pot, well-being pot, Mm. and then come back at it tomorrow. You know, there's seven days in a week. Mm. And, you know, it doesn't all have to be done today and so if you know over a week that you need to do certain tasks then that gives you a little bit of leeway to have a day where if it doesn't quite feel like it's all connecting to just take some time out and I think sometimes that's what's needed isn't it we just need a little bit of self-care a little bit of recharging the batteries so that we can come back the next day and a little bit more energy a little bit more emotional investment and probably get a better job done than just pushing pushing through I think we're great at pushing through stuff aren't we yeah yeah what is that it's so strange isn't it <laughs> and I, think I, well, will, I will continue I will drag this out I will hate every minute of it it's like okay do you do you need to do that now or can you just come back to that tomorrow and I think it's not judging yourself <laughs> as well for feeling that way and giving yourself almost permission to yeah. you know I mean then last year if it did anything for um me you know I'm a, I'm a I'm quite high energy I'm quite an active person but having to actually slow down a bit because kids were around and you just can't achieve as much actually it's just amazing what you begin to appreciate and feel grateful for and just on our daily walks you know you just notice a lot more than maybe maybe it's just me but you just sort of notice a lot more than you um yeah. would I don't know whether a different part of my brain had been switched on I don't know <laughs> I love that but I think there's there is value in slowing down there is yeah. value in taking yeah. some time to enjoy things and there is value in being present in the moment and enjoying what you're doing and I think I think that's one thing I, I think a lot of people have found that in the last 12 months that you know life life was so busy and so fast and then all of a sudden <clears throat> all of these things that we had to do just started to disappear or they started to you know reshape and, and I think we all 
you know, a lot of us had this extra time to really think about what's important. And I think also when things get taken away or you can't do what you would normally do, you appreciate and you value and you're grateful for the things that you do have. And I think, I think, you know, that's definitely a benefit in all of this and that that appreciation and gratitude is, you know, you hear people talking about things are a lot more because we, you know, some of the things that we love to do have been taken away and we don't know when we're going to get them back. And so we'll, we, you know, that appreciation, gratitude mindset is, is really helpful, but I think a slower pace is also really helpful um, yeah, I've never read so much and I'm really, you know, really enjoying at the end of the day, just kind of tucking up and getting comfy with a, mm. with a book, you know, and I, I never gave myself time to do that. You know, I just would keep, keep filling it in different ways. So I think things can be done at a slower pace and still get done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also you are approaching things with a sort of fresher mind. So actually you're probably being as productive if not more perhaps in in less time which is amazing yeah Yeah, definitely more value in that (laughs) fantastic I think that's my five questions oh they were great questions too I've you know it's been what I love about these is that obviously I don't know what the questions are coming and even though you know over the month we'll cover the same topic each time but with different different guesses the the way that you know people write the questions and you're thinking behind it but also just being able to share those experiences and talk things through and know that things that are you know that you're working through resonate with me which means it will resonate with other people who listen and and watch this back so thank you so much for your time because I know that you are juggling a lot at the moment so thank you for having me to have an hour of your time and to have this conversation with you has been fantastic so I've really really enjoyed it and um hopefully there's lots of value in there for people that watch and listen back so thank you so much thank you so for those of you who are watching and listening please I have to remember this each time like subscribe share let people know that these conversations are happening um let us know what you think the I keep my eye on comments boxes and uh, my contact details are attached to this we will also put in Polly's contact details so if you want to find out more about Polly's business then you can check her website and see the amazing work that she is doing but thank you again Polly for your time thank you for listening and watching and we will be back with another episode very very soon thanks Siri thanks Polly Wait a minute, don't forget to like, share and subscribe.